Hey guys, what's going on? This is Pumlani here and today I bring you a gentleman that fascinates me. His name is Boom Somi and he has a starter that he grew up with and as you know growing up with something like that, kids would actually uh, be horrible to you and yet he decided that against all of those odds um, he would become a salesman. I mean, this is a starter that he never outgrew. He grew with it until he was uh, much older on in his life until he decided what he wanted to do with his life and actually until he actually started being a salesperson as you listen to him talk you can actually hear him battle with the starter and yet he's one guy that makes crazy amounts of sales in software this is a guy that you can actually learn so much from you understand sales from the top to the bottom from from the left to the right from every angle that you can think of he understands sales and today he shares some of his wisdom and i hope that you will find something that can actually help your business move from wherever it is today to where you want it to be at least if it can move you just a few steps forward that would actually make my day so enjoy this episode uh, please share it with people that might need to hear it and i hope uh, i'll talk to you at the end of the episode question is, how does someone like me, who's a father of two and a husband, go from being a full-time employee to running his own business without getting fired, ruining his business, getting divorced, or getting bankrupt? I spent the past 10 years behind the desk as someone else's employee, and now I'm ready to take the plunge to start my own business and permanently leave my employment. How will I do it without bank loans or venture capital? How will I stay sane? How will I keep my marriage strong? Well, this podcast We'll give you the answers. Hello, Facebook. This is Pumlani here once again, and welcome to Virtually With. And today, I'm actually chilling with an entrepreneur from around South Africa. His name is Sbusisom Somi, and he is just sitting on the other side. So welcome to the show, my brother. Thank you very much, Pumlani. Uh, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for giving us your time. And I'm sure there's a lot of, of, of wisdom that you'll be sharing with us today, and I'm looking forward to that great stuff i'm looking forward you know to share a few ideas with yourself as well um you know we we always growing as people absolutely man let me just quickly tell you guys about Spoo. Spoo is um a salesperson that came up through the it environment as a technical person and then at some point like i did decided that um technical is not basically where he would like to actually spend his time he would like to actually go and do sales. And then he went and mastered the sales game. There's one thing that is amazing about Mr. Msomi here that actually always keeps me up at night. He has actually made sure that he is not allowing his limitations to actually make him not a salesperson. Um, as, you will, as you will tell as we start uh, the chat now with Swoo, uh, Swoo has a bit of a stutter. And I remember the other time that we had a chat with him, I, I actually called him through the stuttering salesman because i mean it's something that's out of this world you can't expect someone that has a starter to actually be this good in sales so i'll let Spoo just tell us a little bit about who he is and what he's done and let him introduce himself to us Spoo, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself my brother thank you very much Pumlani. uh it's funny you say that uh, Spoo has a little uh, stammering problem uh, a few years ago it wasn't so little a few years ago <laughs> I was defined by my stutter. I was defined by my stammering. Uh, you know, that's all I could think of, you know. So 
I mean, I, I grew up in Springs. I went to a, a boys' school. So you can imagine being a stammerer and uh, in a boys' school. Uh, you know, it was so bad that uh, sometimes when the, the guys went prepared for the speeches, they would let me go first because they knew that I'll take the whole period just so that they wouldn't do their own speeches. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and as a result, man, I said to myself, the one thing which I will not do, I will not do a career which will allow me to speak. You know, so I, I then moved away, to, uh, you know, from, from speaking completely. And um, I focused on, 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 on doing IT. And, you know, I, I wanted to, be, to start to, to become a developer, a, a programmer. But the funny thing is that metric, you know, grade 12, something changed in me. And, you know, I, I realized that even though I was stammering, but there was a passion in me that came through each time I saw guys who were great speakers. I, I realized that, you know, guys who've changed the world are great speakers. So even though after leaving Matric, I went to um, tertiary and I was doing my IT degree, even whilst doing the degree, I knew inside that all I wanted to do was speak, you know, and um, I even flunked that degree. I didn't even pass like, or, or, or get my degree. Uh, then um, I actually went to to work, and you won't believe my first job. I worked as an agent at a call center, mm. you know, and 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 did it for a few months. I didn't like it because you know, obviously I was stammering. So I went back to technical and started doing jobs whereby I would, you know, be involved behind the scenes. But as time went on, still, man, there was something in, in me that said, "Spoo, maybe you must just push again and, and become something else." And then from there, I moved on and started doing jobs where I was in sales. I mean, I was uh, in consulting when it comes to IT up until one day when I realized that actually the one job that I want to do is sales. Um, you know, maybe the reasons why I wanted to, to, to do it the first time, maybe they were not so noble, one would say so. But uh, I went to a company and it, when, when I went to the parking, parking lot, they were all Porsches, Maseratis, <laughs> And then we parked there, and I asked guys, who drives these cars? And they, they, they said, our sales guys drive these cars. I'm like, what the hell? How much do we need to get paid to be driving this? Even my CEO, my boss wasn't driving you know, a Maserati or you know, a car like that. And then I spoke to one of the guys, and then he told me that, no, actually, he's been selling um, software for the last two years. So in two years, he's been selling enough software, uh, you know, selling enough that he's made enough money to buy himself the Porsche that he drove, was staying in the nice house according to him. And I figured, oh my goodness, that's the job I want to have. I actually moved back to, I uh, went back to my boss and said, listen, I want a job in sales. Mm. Um, there was no job in sales. And eventually when the job finally opened up, I, um, I, to, I, I, I had a choice. Um, continue with my consulting I'll take a job in sales. But if I took a job in sales, I'll take half my salary. Mm. I thought, oh, my goodness. Oh, and by the way, I was a, a newlywed with just a, a baby who's about three months old. Sure. And I said, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I took the job. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the job uh, with half the salary, no sales experience. Um, didn't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> and things got so bad, we ended up moving to my friend's backyard in his house. 
Uh, you know, but I just kept on, man. Um, and I started growing in this field. And, you know, when I look back to where I am now, to where I was then, I'm so glad I took the job in sales and took off my salary. It was all worth it. Yeah, man, that's that's wonderful. Guys, when you're listening here, um, please just comment, ask your questions to Sbu. I mean, this is yeah. just going to be one of those opportunities um, that you're not going to find um, just readily that easily. I mean, the guy is doing amazing in sales. So ask the questions in the comments section. Also, if you can hear us, just click on that like button. The information that you're going to be hearing here, there's a lot of people that would need to hear it. So I ask you to please just share this particular live with as many people as possible. When you comment, just let us know where you're co connecting from. Let us know what your name yeah. is and let us know what you do basically so that when we start answering questions towards the end of the show, we can actually answer your questions directly. So back to Spoo. Spoo, tell us, man, um, one thing that I always ask my guests that come through is, could you just tell us about the businesses that you have built? Sure. So, um, in, you know, I'm passionate about two things, IT and sales. So I've, I've, I've kept within um, those parameters of, of business. I, I run a business, it's called the Institute. It's a, a sales management consultancy business. And the reason is, after being involved now in, in, in sales, I mean, I, I've been involved in sales now for a long time in, in my life. I've... Um, I've been involved, you know, managing small teams to big teams. Um, you know, I've been involved selling for small companies right through to companies which are listed. You know, um, sales is, is, is the same across the board. Mm. As if, if you respect sales, sales will respect you back. And what I realize is that a lot of companies who have got what they've got is a sales team or, 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 or sales department don't really know much about mm. sales. They, they don't know the art of sales. They don't know the science behind sales. You know, people actually think a good sales guy is somebody with a gift of the gap. You know, somebody who can just go, um, in Zulu, we call it umasha <laughs> asha. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're blind, you're blind, you out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and you'd be surprised. The best sales guys I've met in this world are guys who are very much reserved mm. to themselves. But it's, it's guys who understand the art of sales and the process and the science that comes behind sales. So we found a business saying, listen, guys, we, we want to help companies who don't know about this thing called sales. And we can help them to manage and grow their business in a way that, you know, it's predictable and can grow from strength to strength. And, and, and by so doing, we then got involved with uh, providing tools, which are IT-based tools, you know, where we can assess your, your sales staff and we can get your KPIs or your goals in a system which you can then measure. So that, you know, in the beginning of, of a month, when you begin a month, you know exactly how much money you, I mean, how much um, target you're going to end up achieving at the end of, let's say, a, a month or two months. You'd be surprised how many companies, when you ask them today, how much do you think you, you're going to close in the next two months? They have no idea. Mm. And so I get involved in those companies where I help companies like that so that they know exactly where they're going to end up. Wow, man, that's, that's really, really, really amazing. Guys, like I said, um, this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've got my phone actually here 
to, to, to monitor the questions as you ask them. Um, so go ahead and ask the questions, share this particular stream. Um, Mr. Msomi, I just want to take you to the next question. Yeah. I'd like you to, to, to walk people through the process. I mean, this is, at, at the end of the day, this is, a, this is a, a, uh, a, a show about entrepreneurs and the journeys that they've had to go through as they build their, their businesses. So I'd like you to take us through, um, just walk someone through the process that they'd have to go through as they build their business. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to talk from my point of view, right? Yes, um, of course. I, yeah. I, I came as, a, as an employed individual and then moved on to become um, an entrepreneur. You know, what I find is that a lot of people who, who've got these big dreams, you know, they all want to change the world and do amazing stuff. What they miss is that you need to be very faithful to the job you're doing at the moment. Hmm. Uh, you you have to if 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 you want to have a business in in the next year or two, your current boss, your current place where you are working at now, make sure that you're giving them the best service. Mm. Because you won't believe this. When I left my job, my my previous bosses became my first clients. Yeah. You know because they they know me. They could see what I've done before, and they can trust my word. You know, so wherever you are at the moment, if you, you, you're aspiring to be an entrepreneur and, you know, you, you have a, a job, 9 to 5, 8 to 5 job, just make sure you do it extremely well. What you do after hours, that's going to make you. Yes. What, what you do after hours, they will separate you from being whether are you ready to become an entrepreneur or not. I'll tell you why. Because after you've left your job to become an entrepreneur, you're going to have to work, to work 12 hours 14 hours, 16 hours anyway, you know, for the first year or two before you can get anywhere. So if you work faithfully at a job now, then when you leave your job, by then you'll be used to the system of working, you know, um, so, so many hours. That's Absolutely. the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is the power of your relationships. Um, you know, in Zulu, again, we say, um, it's, it's, it's very important um, to, to build solid friendships and relationships with people. Because when you begin a business, you're going to have to call in a lot of favors. Yeah. You know, you, you call in favors for somebody to help you with sales. You call in favors for somebody to help you with marketing. You call in, my business was built by favors, you know. Um, um, you know, when I needed to fly somewhere, I didn't have money. Somebody gave me a money as a favor, gave me the, the money as a favor. So you, 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 your current relationships that you have now, Make sure they are solid. Hmm. I remember one time before I, I I left to start my business, I was sitting with at that time um, he was a client. Um, he's now a he was a client of my company where I used to to work um, for. He's now my client, and he said to me, um, "Boom, you are rich. You know you're very rich." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" His name is Walter. What do you mean I'm rich, Walter? He said, "Your cell phone is rich." Your 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 net worth is in your cell phone. You've you've built this you know this network of people over the last few years. When you begin your business, those are the first guys you must yeah, call. Yeah. So be faithful to the guys that you've got there in terms of off network. And and thirdly, be inspired or aspire to build something that will stand. You know, it's easy to make money. Mm. 
it's easy to, it's easy to look money it's easy to lose money as well so if if you're looking to grow a business that will stand in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years, the next 30 years, make sure at the moment you are principled enough to be building a business that's built on principles. So don't be afraid of hard work. Don't be afraid of doing the right things and doing them at the right time. Very soon, it might take, it might be a year or two, but when those results start showing off, you will see them trickle down all the way until you, you, you do so well. You know... I mean, a lot of guys at the moment who have been doing so well in the past and they were, they, they were successful. But suddenly when you look at the guys now, they're not doing so well. It's because the business which they've got wasn't really built on the right stuff. It's yeah. very important. Right, yeah. right now at the beginning, do the, the right stuff, do the right things. And you'll see in 10 years time, you're going to be the one who's enjoying the fruits of your labor in the right way. Um, before, I've, I've got another question that's that's sort of off the script, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, before I get to that question, I just want to quickly acknowledge some of the people that have connected uh, uh, today. We've got Temba, we've got um, Atesha, we've got Bafana, we've got Zitande, we've got Renelua, who's connecting from MLO. Renelua, thank you very much. You are always uh, connected, and I really do appreciate uh, that. Um, uh, there, there has been a few other people already that I can't see at this point in time. By the way, Tasha was my previous boss and my first awesome. client. Awesome. Tasha, thank, thank you, you very Tasha. much thank for you, connecting. Somi, <laughs> you talk about building something that will stand. You talk about building something that has longevity. Just, just, just a little bit. What are the key elements to, to identifying something that has got that particular characteristic in it. Okay. So in our approach for our business, we said we will only work with the best. So um, I've got three partners in, in the U.S. The one does sales assessment. They have been the best for the last eight years. I've got a, a CRM that's based in, in Sweden. They've won the best CRM in, in, in the last four years. I've got partners who give us methodology and process. Um, they've written two or three other books, and their books have been number one on Amazon for the last three years. Mm. If if you want something that's going to stand for a long time, mm. make sure that you use things which have been tested by time. So you must don't be don't 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 be afraid to to, to do the work and yes. get the big things, and you know and and do the work now, get the big things. And when they finally come through, they're going to help you, you know, grow. But also, and I mean, I, I could be wrong by saying this, things which, which, which come too easy to you, maybe you want to be wary of those things. I'm not saying, mm. I mean, I'm, if, if somebody came now and, and, and gave me a million rands, I, I wouldn't say no. But, you know, I'm just saying... <laughs> it's probably going to be finished you know, tomorrow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but... <laughs> But I'm, I'm, I'm saying maybe you need to be wary a bit and, 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 and just see um, whether what you get in now will it make you stand. The companies that I've, I've seen have, have survived um, you know, in, for the past few years. Those companies, obviously, they've got a, a focus uh, in, in, in profit-making, right? Mm. But they all also seem to have another... Another motivation, you know, um, another motive. They, they all really wanna 
make a dent in the universe, as uh. Steve Jobs once said. So, you know, if you're building a company now, ask, your, ask yourself, how will your company change the world? You know, and, and I think w- when we have that approach in life, it will help you to, you know, to, to, to build something that's sustainable. Uh. Uh, you know, anyone, who, anyone who's met me will tell you that Smu is always full of, of ideas. Yes. You know, I'm an idea man. But it came to a point in my life where I asked myself, whenever I had an idea, I would say, will this idea make me change the world? Mm. If the answer was no, I moved mm. away from it. Will this idea make me change the world? That is the line that I want to go with. Will this idea make me change the world? Mr. Misomi, let's move on to the next question. Yes, sir. When a person is in that process of building, in your view, what are some of the pitfalls that they should be looking out for um, that they need to avoid in order for them to make a success of what they're building? Okay. So for me, one of the key things is, is in, in, in this business world, especially if you're in SA, is compliance. You know, um, we've got a lot of guys who have a lot of companies, but they're not compliant. And I'm, I'm talking about small things, you know, whether, you know, do you have the correct books in your, uh, for, mm. for your accounting, you know, you know um, are, you, are you doing the right vet stuff? Those things, you know, they, they might seem like they, they mean nothing, but when you start bringing some big companies, you, you will see that very soon they take you seriously if you're not compliant. So I'll say pitfall number one, make sure that you are always compliant. Mm. And another one, pitfall number two, is success. You know, when you start making money and you start making 100,000 rands uh, per year and you used to make 10 rands per year, mm. you, you might think you've made it, eh? You actually think you, you've made it and then start celebrating and start spending everything. So, yes. you know, you must be very careful at your success that you've got, how you manage your, your, your success. And, 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 and how you manage the growth. Pitfall number three is failure. If, if you aspire to have a business, if you want to have a business or if you have a business, one thing which will happen in your life, you will fail. Guaranteed. Mm. Failure is coming. So it's not when will failure come. Or it's not, sorry, it's not if failure will come, but it's when failure comes. Yes. You know, um, I'm not a fan of the guy at the moment, uh, Mr. Trump. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not afraid of. I mean, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of, of, of Donald Trump. But one thing which which you cannot do, you cannot ignore Donald Trump. Yes. At some point, at some point, Donald Trump was worth minus ninety million US dollars. Sure. How many How many people have you met in your life? Who are minus 90 million US dollars yeah. in the world? Yeah, and he was, excuse me, and he was able to pick himself up from from <laughs> minus 90 million US dollars to to become worth four billion US dollars. I think if most entrepreneurs must have the out of bouncing back in their lives, their lives will change completely. <laughs> Those are the three things. Wow. Sure, that a mouth, mouthful there, man. Yes, luck. If most entrepreneurs would master the art of bouncing back, 
<laughs> it will change a lot of things in their lives. Let's let's move on to the next question. Now, yeah. I ask this question to every single person that comes through to the show because a lot of the people that might be watching the show are probably at that stage where they do not have a lot of resources and therefore they need to be resourceful with whatever skills and whatever with the time that they have with the networks they have, right? Now, the question then becomes if you as Spoon Somi had only a uh, 1000 rands remaining in your bank account today how would you build yourself again so that you get to the point that you are right now in as quickly as possible yeah so they say if you've done it once you, you can do it again um so uh, i wouldn't like to to be there but uh, <laughs> um, you know actually before i answer you fun uh, uh, to that funny enough they actually made a a a research in the us they they found that you know if they took the top 10 uh, people who were rich in the us and they removed all their millions um within i think two or three years those guys would have been back there you know being rich again mm. so if i had a thousand rands in my account right now and to, and, and i needed to start a business i would put that money on growing myself because the reason why those guys are able to make the money back is because they've heavily put something in their minds um an average person and i might even say an average black person forgive me yes because that's who, that's who i i chill most uh, with the most and and that's who i'm passionate about the most yeah you know we we spend money on 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 other stuff like you know spending money on you know, your your label and everything yes but if 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 you had a grant imagine if you had a grant and you spent the money on resourcing yourself going to a seminar to teach yourself so if i had a grant let's say now start my business one thing i will use the the grant i will use half of the money for my airtime mm. because i'm 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 where i am today because of cold calling so i'll use half the money because of cold calling where i'll be able to call the client and be able to go see the clients i will use half the money just to make sure that i make those appointments mm. if you're not making appointments you're going rich i mean if you're not making appointments you're going poor but if if you're not making appointments there's a chance that things might change in your life whenever i've been faced with a situation where i didn't i didn't have cash i was worried i didn't have cash but if i didn't have appointments i was even more worried because it told me that, that nothing was going to change oh. But when you've got when you've got those when you've got proper bucks, what I would do? Use the money to make appointments. Use the money to see clients. Use the alafa for the rents to resource yourself, so that you are better prepared for when you meet the, the, the opportunity that you're gonna meet. Whether it means whether it means um, paying um, I mean um, to read a, a book, or whether it means paying for coffee to meet with Pumlani, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. How many people out there want to become great, but no one wants to buy the coffee for the rich guy? Yeah. And if 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 someone were to call and say, "Listen, Pumlani, uh, can you meet at this place? I'll buy you coffee. I want thirty minutes of your time." Amazingly enough, all the guys whom I've met who are making it out there are always willing to have that ten minutes mm. for that small guy. So for me, five hundred bucks, I'll spend it on five hundred rands. The first um, five hundred bucks, I'll use it on. On making appointments to grow my business, the other five hundred pesos I use it to grow myself. My book, 
by whatever so that I'm ready to when I meet the opportunity that I've got. Absolutely. That's, that's really powerful. Yeah. Next question is, what are the tools that at this point in time you would, you would regard as the best uh, for a person that wants to grow their business in today's world specifically? So I missed that. What, 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 are, what, are, what are the tools that you would regard to be the best tools for, for, for a business today to be able to grow? Okay, all right. So, I, I mean, in, in the area of sales, it's, it's very simple. Um, you, you, you need a tool. Uh, it's, it's called a CRM. So any business you've got, whether you have a small business or a big business, get a CRM. There are free ones, then there are those ones who we know uh, which, are, which, which cost a lot of money. And why I like a CRM, so a CRM basically is a, a client relations management um, tool, system. What it does, it, it, it allows you to, to keep track mm. of your clients that you've got. Mm. If, if you can keep track of all your, your, your clients in, in your head, uh, you don't have a business, my friend. <laughs> you, know, you don't have a business. <laughs> yes. So, so you, 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 you need a tool like a CRM which can help you to grow and be able to track your business. And once you have the tool, find, find ways of using the tool so that it's able to better make you do things in, in, you know, when it comes to your business, better, better grow your business, you know, to take your business from one level to another, another level. Um, and again, books, man. I, I'm a huge fan of books. I, I, I read a book every single day of my life. Well, I don't read a new book every single day. But, 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 you know, um, every day when I wake up, first thing I do is pray and read a book. Mm. Um, you know, I found that to be a a changer in my life. Um, I told you that, that I didn't, I, I, I flunked school. So I only have metric. And, you know, the only way I could compete with the world out there is by always reading books so that I know what's out there. You know, so I'm always reading books. And thirdly, one must always go on to TED Talks. If you are an entrepreneur, uh, you are a leader, look what's, you know, look what's out there. Go to TED Talks, listen to guys like Pumlan and talk about the changing, the things that, that they're making in this world. Take that and, of course, apply that. You know, it's one thing to read everything else in the world. Uh, Absolutely. It's another thing to apply it. So once you've read everything else, make sure you take that and you apply it back in your life. That's, that's powerful, man. Um, amazingly enough, you're the third person in the last, um, in the last three interviews. <laughs> you're the third person that actually talks about TED Talks and the power of TED Talks. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of my issue with the current education system is that it's based on the truth as it was three, four, five years ago. It's not based on the truth as it is yeah. today as Sbu actually discovers something new. And things like TED Talk at least bring you back to, to understanding the truth as it was maybe three months ago, maybe five months ago. And maybe that's most likely still the truth today. And that's why I'm such a big fan. TED Talks, YouTube, and any of these free resources that are available yeah. everywhere. Um, I, I totally, totally agree with you. And based on that, basically, that leads me perfectly to my next question. Yeah. Who are you reading? Who are you watching? And who are you listening to? All right. It does not have, sorry, it does not really have to be about business. This question is basically just to, to understand what forms your psyche, what forms school as a whole. Who are you listening to? Who are you watching? And who are, we, uh, who are you reading? Okay, so this week I'm, um, 
I'm watching Reverend Gumbi. Uh, a lot of guys would would know him. He's a, he's a Zulu preacher, uh, very much underrated. Um, you know, uh, I wish he, had, he was he, he, he was in, in the U.S. that he'd be well known. So I'm I'm watching a lot of Gumbi, uh, Gumbi this week. Um, the the book that I'm I'm reading this week is a book called Sales Enablement Playbook. Um, it's a, a book, a very great good, good, good book, uh, by by Corey and, and 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 Hillman in the U.S. You know, it's it's it, 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 it's a book which tells us that sales has changed in a way now. So, uh, when you hire somebody, when you hire a, a, a sales guy, in the olden days when you hired a, a salesperson, they used to say, when you hire them, you, you, you can write off the first three months, uh, you know, because they won't be able to sell. Mm. The, the, the CEOs of, of, of today, um, they're a bit less patient, you know? <laughs> uh, they want somebody to come in now and uh, be able to deliver as soon as possible. Yes. So w- what we are teaching now, um, we, we're teaching companies on how they can enable their sales guy, sales guys, or, or you know, as soon as possible. So the, that book allows us to teach people on how they can enable themselves. Um, and I'm reading the Bible. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm reading. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I'm, I'm tempted to actually take this question just a little further. How are you, how are you, how are you getting yourself, I mean, this world that we live in, the world of, of, of business is really chaotic. Um, there's yeah. so many things that happen during the day. Um, you get into the office and you get good news and five minutes later you have to put off a fire and then an hour later you have to go to a meeting that's really stressful. How do you get yourself to a zone that, that calms you down and that gets you to that space where you can be that is fun for the family, Usbu that is fun for the friends. How do you get yourself to that point? Uh, well, firstly, I, I'm not sure whether I'm fun for anyone, uh, <laughs> but we'll ask my friends and my family if they think I'm fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I'll, I'll tell you how I keep saying. Um, yes. So, yeah. So, in my, whenever I go into my car, um, I use my car as a learning tool. Mm. Uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm always playing something which will a- allow me to get to the office hyped up when I get there. So, you know, um, I will listen to Zig Ziglar, yes. who is one of my favorite, you know, people to listen to while whilst driving. You know, actually, funny enough, it was proven that if you listen to motivational speakers um, whilst driving. By the time you get to the office, you are so hyped up psychologically that even your level of thinking is on another level, you know. So by the time you are you are met with what you are mentioning, like, like right now, where you are messed with, you know, met with 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 the fires which you, you must put, it's like you are on a different level altogether, you know. So you know, um, by the time my mind is already on a different level, by the time I'm I'm already prepared. You know, um, um, you know, to face whatever fire. By the way, I forgot to tell you, I, I wake up at 3 o'clock every morning. Mm. Um, so by the time the world wakes up, I'm pretty much done with the world. Um, so also, that, that, that helps me as well, you know, to, to become at the level whereby by the time I, I, I meet the fire, I've really dealt with the mind that's going to be, you know, you know be dealing with, with the fire. Mm. Most people say that they've never seen me angry. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm glad they haven't. I'll make myself angry. I don't like me angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. I mean, um, yeah. I've, I've, I've had the, I call it, um, I w- in fact, I wake up at four every single day. I try to do that. I've been lazy uh, for the past, for the, the I think that the winter, the winter has actually been, <laughs> it's affected me so badly. Uh, but I call it miracle morning. That's that's like my time of pushing things, of taking control of my day. If I can't take con- control yeah. of my morning, I find that the rest of my day is out of control. Um, and when I wake up that early and by the usually exactly the same thing, the first things that I do in the morning when I wake up, I start by um, it's just getting ready, like the shower and, and all of those kinds of things. And then I, I focus on nutrition, focus on getting the right stuff into my body, right? And then I'm going to spend the next maybe 45 minutes or so on the road. And that particular point in time, that's the time where I deal with my spirit. That's the time where I deal with my, my psyche. Once I get to my desk, the first thing that I do is plan the day. And at that point in time, once I'm done with that, I've won the day. And, 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 and I see that happening so often that even when there's fires, even when there's things that are trying to take my attention away from what I'd like to do on the day, I've already put myself in a position where I know exactly what my day is supposed to be about on the day. So I'm saying this because I agree with you that the concept of waking up earlier than everybody else actually puts you five or ten steps ahead of the entire world uh, as, as the day starts. Absolutely. We there's reach... A, there's actually, hmm, sorry, continue. Um, there's actually a book about that, you know, um, uh, I, I think it's called uh, Many People are, are More Successful Than Other People. So. I think everybody listening must, must just try it. Just try wake, wake up an hour earlier, two hours earlier. Just just do it for at least a month and see what it's, it's going to do for your yes, life. Yes, absolutely, totally agree. We're reaching the end of of the interview, my brother. And before we move on, I just want to say thank you very much for the time. Um, I know it's sometimes just a little bit of a challenge to get started, but what I want to do is I want to go through. Um, let's see in the comments if there's anyone that's asking questions. Um, so far, we don't have anybody that asked questions, but that's fine. Uh, I suppose that means that people are actually getting exactly what it is that you're telling them. People are inspired. Um, so because of that, I really want to thank you very much. As usual, this particular episode will also be available on podcasts uh, so that people can actually listen to it on their way to work. You can actually be that person that they listen to in the car, in the train, in the taxi, wherever they are and get themselves ready for the day. So thank you very much for the time that you've taken to to just impart that knowledge to, to the people that are listening. Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, it's truly been an honor. I appreciate it. And where can get where, where can people get hold of you? How can they get in touch with you? And what can you do for them when they get in touch with you? Well, um, I think that the best way to get a hold of me I, is uh, I'm on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook now, this is the person of, of, of getting a hold of me. Uh, just uh, search for Musiso, highly favored Musomi. Um, you know, and you know, I'm I'm here to, to share a few ideas. I'm here to, if you, if you want something, you know, to, 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 of, of growing your career, um, I, I'm here to assist. You know, if, especially if you are crazy about sales, you know, can throw any questions at me, and um, I'll, I'll I'll answer them. If I can't, I know somebody who can, and we can definitely get the answer to you. Oh, God, man, that, that's, that's amazing. Thank you very much for the time. Guys, if you're listening to this, 
please share this information please comment even if it's after even if you're just listening to the replay just comment ask the questions on this uh, on on, um, on the comment section let us know where you're connecting from let us know what you deal with every day so that we can get Stu and his knowledge to actually answer your questions and if there's any if, there's, if you're working in an organization right now that you know can actually benefit from what Stu provides and from the knowledge that Stu has please connect Stu with that organization because he has so much knowledge to share uh, with organizations that are depending on sales and by the way that's every organization out there correct, correct. Um, so thank you very much Spoo. I think um, we've, we've now reached end of um, of the show um and anything else that you'd like to say to people before we end no man hey podcast family before i move you into today's podcast i just want to say thank you once more and just from the bottom of my heart i really do appreciate the time that you spend listening to this podcast if you would please just take some time just rate this particular uh, podcast on itunes on stitcher on whatever platform that you're using to listen to this podcast because that then means a lot more people are going to be listening on uh, listening to this podcast i'm going to be shown to a whole lot more people than i am at this point in time so if you may please uh, just take a little bit of time and just go and and review and um, I'll make sure that I read each and every comment that you make so that I understand exactly what it is that I need to be delivering for you.